worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. That rain yesterday was good. Mm-hmm. We needed that. I actually saw crews out getting ready for the sweeping this morning as well. They started that yesterday. Yeah. So, so they'll be doing that uh, Monday to Friday, um, 24 hours a day until they get it done. So. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be able to get your scooter out. Be able to whip into work. <laughs> I hope they do the scooter lanes first. <laughs> All right? There's got to be priorities here. Um, we're going to talk, obviously, Oilers with that win last night. Uh, we got Beg Milk in just before 9 today. Um, we're going to find out how many people are stealing from grocery stores. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try to find a place to to jam Jimmy. Yeah. I'm not a fan of this. We got to get him in somewhere. Yeah. Well, more details coming up. Mm-hmm. Seemed to work for that tool that got stuck in the balls. Look at him. <laughs> He's quasi-famous now. <laughs> He's an idiot, by the way. I saw an interview with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He thinks he should get out of paying his fine because he's an appreciator of art. <laughs> you got to appreciate the effort. <laughs> okay. The locker room topic of the day. We're looking for a place to get Jimmy stuck <laughs> in Edmonton or the surrounding area. If you have any suggestions, 780-989-0957. Yeah, now that the Talus Dome has been done... Uh, a guy got stuck in the middle of it, and we need something. Well, and we could try and jam Jimmy in there, um, but <laughs> no. I don't know if you're going to get the same. You're not going to get the same pop that Joaquin got. People are just going to be angry at you. Yeah, because they're going to be all copycat. Now you're wasting. Now you're wasting our money and time. And- but why are we sticking me places? Why don't we just let? Look at what it what- did for Joaquin. Did you know who Joaquin was on did the weekend? I, did he- I care? Okay, but he was on a date uh, when he got stuck in the Talus Dome, and I'm sure he's going to get plenty more dates now. He's still together with her, too. Yeah. So success he's could help your love life as well, right? Be more like Joaquin. He was out on an adventure. What about the bird's nest at West Edmonton Mall and the, the pirate ship? Is there something with the pirate ship we can get you stuck? <sighs> That's a good start. Yeah, up on top of it. Yeah, and then get beaten by security because they're... Don't be so negative. Remember the last time we did something stupid in the mall? Did we get a beating? No. No. But it was awfully close. (laughs) Um, What else is there? There's the big baseball bat. How we could jam that. You could fit that. 
I'm not hooping it. Locker room topic of the day. If you're ever trying to reach us, 780-989-0957. We're trying to find somewhere for Jimmy to get to, to stuck so we can go viral like the adventure-seeking Joaquin. Yeah, we need some suggestions here. Yeah. The pirate ship did come in, too, as well, from Chris. Okay. Um, so that was my suggestion. Is there anything in Fort Edmonton Park? There's a steam engine. We could get him stuck to the front of it. But tie me to it? It's not the old west. You kind of got to get stuck in it. There's a big... There's actually... Maybe you could get stuck in the... Like, look at the engine of that, Grant. Mm-hmm. Go to that. Look at the engine. On the, the steam engine? Yeah. Like, there's a spout on the top. Doesn't the steam come under there? <laughs> well, it's not running. Yes, it is. It's not running right now. <laughs> they use it every day. Do they? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'm not sure we want to burn them. There's no bad ideas here, but... <laughs> That's your opinion. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Where can we stick Jimmy to get, like, a viral sort of story? But we want it to look like an accident, don't we? Not just, a you know, two a-holes locking me in somewhere. Of course we can make it look like an accident. That's not a problem. You're overthinking this. Yeah, you are way overthinking this. Yeah. 780-989-0957. Chris said, how about the elephant pen at the zoo? Get you in Lucy's barn? In Lucy's. Oh. Like Ace Ventura when he gets stuck inside the rhino. He's coming out of it. That gets some headlines. <laughs> I'm really not liking your ideas here. <laughs> you said midget trapped in Lucy's ass. <laughs> you said earlier there's no bad ideas. There's it writes nothing itself. It does write <laughs> itself. There's nothing but bad <laughs> ideas Netflix here. Netflix documentaries about you. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. 780-989-0957. We're looking for a place to jam Jimmy so we can get some headlines like old... Talus Balls Joaquin. Yeah. Uh, Wes said an ice machine at a downtown hotel. <laughs> I don't hate I don't hate the idea of an ice machine. <laughs> but the the thing is though is do they want to use the ice machine again? Like what's this ass You're way in there? overthinking yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're gonna need a new ice machine with this stinky. Uh, the luggage carousel at the airport came in as well. That's not bad. Yeah, just going around and around and around. Yeah. Yeah, get arrested by the... You know what I like about this conversation is yesterday we had a meeting with our boss Mm -hmm. and we were legitimately trying to come up with ideas. Yeah. To to jam Jimmy, like, what could we put him in? What situation could we put him in? And I I got the sense that if we would have come up with something... The boss was 100% on board. He was oh, he was. He was excited about it. You guys were more excited than I was. We could throw him off the funicular tracks, roll him down the funicular. Well, then, the, yeah, the, the conversation morphed into, would we get headlines if he got run over by an LRT train, right? Like, if he, what if he drove a station vehicle into the new LRT? <laughs> The locker room topic of the day. Actually, this just came in. This is actually not a bad idea. 780-989-0957. We're trying to find a spot to get Jimmy stuck so he can get the kind of headlines and attention that Joaquin got. Um, Cam Sack Ken said maybe Jimmy can get the wrong head stuck in a glory hole. 
I got to use the jaws of life to get you out of there. And the winner is <laughs> Cam Sack Cam. You're in the locker room on Nutty Five Seven Cruise FM. I had a rough night with the betting last night. Did you? Because you made some pretty big bets as well as you try to get back to a hundred dollars. Well, I um I didn't make big bets. I made I've been making five dollar bets. Mm-hmm. Those are big. So I made a five dollar bet that the Oilers and that the Colorado Avalanche between the two of them would score more than six. So I bet the over, and of course three point night between the two teams, mm-hmm. and it was I needed them to score seven points. So I lost that one. I put a be- I, I thought that the head to head match between um between McDavid and McKinnon would lead to some offense, mm-hmm. right? So I put five bucks on McDavid to score and five bucks on Nathan McKinnon to score. Both did not score. <laughs> I did get the Oilers winning, though. So, are you back to $100? Well, I may have topped us up a little bit. Oh, you threw some money in there. I may have deposited some money, and um, I'm above $100. I have the money in there to make my bet. Did you ever think you would be this hooked on gambling? Because you were very called it. You were very called it. You said, as soon as I get my toe dipped in this, I'm stuck. (laughs) Yeah, you were very like, I will never... personality. That's why I didn't get into it. I'm like, no, just doing the scheduled bets and well, I'm going to I think I'm going to bet on the the playoff. I'll see what I can, if I have a little bit of money to play with. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what I can do in the in the playoffs. But I'm still making that $100 bet on the the yeah. Leafs and Tampa Bay opening round. I should figure out how much that would net me. You know what? I'll go. Uh, should I do it now? Yeah. Can you do it right now? If I go to is, futures, I can't. Is, can. is the first round set for the the Leafs? Yeah. Yes. So, so you should be able to make that bet then. Futures. Leafs. Stanley Cup. They start. Playoffs includes playoffs. Okay. That when do they start? Next Thursday or something? No. Hang on here. I got to. Outright? No, I don't want outright. Win outright. Monday they begin. Series leaders? I don't know if we want to do this on air. <laughs> this is good stuff. <laughs> this is good radio. Yeah. I found the futures, and it. I just have to find the where I can bet. Oh on. no, that was. I said they start Monday. That was an old article. That was last year. No. When do they start? Next Wednesday, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. Anyway, I'll figure this out and I'll I'll see if I can make my one hundred dollar bet. I got I got a hundred bucks in. Oh there. no, they start Monday as well. Do they? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll figure out how much I'm going to win on a hundred dollar bet if I bet <laughs> on Tampa Bay to win in Game Seven. <laughs> He's got ten years of high school, a month of university, most educated member of the show. show. And now, and now, Jimmy explains nerd news. No alien news. Sorry. So they're actually working on, they're sending a mission to find life on Jupiter, on the icy moons of Jupiter. It's an eight-year voyage. They're sending a probe to, uh, looks like, three of the moons of Jupiter. Where no man has Uh, gone before. Ganymede, Europa, and Callisto. 
because these moons, they look like they could, uh, because they have actual water on these moons, it's ice that they're going to check to see if there's microbial life in these ice formations. Hoth. Isn't that the ice planet in Star Wars? Wow. That's impressive. Okay, here's my... There's no wampas on there. Here's my question for you, Jimmy. Now, I realize that you have the type of personality where you're okay being surrounded by a billion people that don't agree with you. <laughs> yes. Like you're you're quite comfortable living I'm comfortable with yeah in your own little so, sort of existence, which is a which is a very special it's trait. A gift, yeah. If we're being honest. But do you take pause when you read a story like this? But the thing is though, is is a story like this, they're not saying that they they think there's intelligent life. It's all connected. There. They th- think m- microbes and bacteria and if maybe those things are there, why fish. can't there be intelligent life out there? But no, right? Prove let's, it to let, me. let's leave it at this. They're spending okay. fourteen billion dollars to do Th- this. That's what I was gonna say. Someone is actually so convinced. Somebody, a group of people, more than a couple, governments, many hundreds of people involved, billions of dollars. They're not doing it to They're not doing it to to prove that there's aliens out there. They're doing it. They're doing it to find. Habitable, pla- habitable places for us to go eventually because you know okay, we are going to be doing I, I some- was wondering where the where the disconnect would be mm. so they're not actually actually trying to find the possibility that life exists off this planet intelligent in life they're in looking form, in any form they're just all they're doing is trying to find a safe place for us when we destroy our planet <laughs> So they're going to spend billions of dollars to actually get us off this planet rather than to actually focus on saving this planet. If there was zero hope whatsoever that there was any chance there was any any chance that we could live anywhere else, let's let's do you understand what I'm the saying? Ma- the majority of science fiction in our entire like in every way is finding another place for us to live. Have it be Star Trek, they're spending Star Wars, billions of dollars billions of dollars on that and not just trying to fix the problems at home if there was no chance that life could actually exist off this planet because we were that narrow-minded as a species why spend a billion dollars plus to go to jupiter that's all i'm saying like i i I know that we're never going to convince you, but I just wonder if, if at some point you take pause and go, hmm, maybe there is an outside chance I'm wrong. <laughs> no, uh, no. Zero chance of that. Okay. Zero chance. Right. I'm as wrong as often as you are, Lachlan. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to you bring some to. math experts in. <laughs> that you I, admit to. I thought that. of a dozen examples from yesterday. <laughs> Or he was arguing things that were wrong. And now, another world-famous locker room Twitter poll. Grant Johnson, 
So we were asking in the last year, have you shoplift from lifted from a grocery store? You gone in to do some shopping and you've walked out with something without paying. Screw it. Not the Stealing fun. a thing of bread. Well, there's all these stories about how it's on the rise in Canada because of inflation. Um, so we got the final results here with eight and a half percent of people saying, yes, I have shoplifted. 10.7% saying grapes don't count. And no, with 80.8% of the votes. So, so the article that I read was suggesting that honest Canadians who would otherwise never steal, never think about stealing, have actually been stealing from grocery stores because they're so upset about how much things are in the stores. And yeah. I was like, really? And then I thought, I wonder if people would be honest about it in a, in a poll. Anonymous on, Twitter poll. Yeah. And, and I, you know what? That seems about right to me. We got almost 200 votes on it. Have, have you accidentally, like, like... Doesn't like, count. No. no, this has to be... Like, like what, I, what I mean, what I mean, like, say you have a cart no, full of stuff count. and a carton of doesn't water count. underneath. Doesn't count. You have to actually go in yeah. with the intention, yeah. I'm stealing that like, like a lamb. This counts. This tweet said... How about creative use of the self-scanning checkout? stealing. That is stealing. I'm sorry. And actually, I keep seeing all these videos of lawyers. This is in the States, but they're like, do not use the self-scanners because if there's something like that happens, like Jimmy's talking about, you forget to scan something. In the States, they're charging people for that, for theft. So they're like, if you use a self-checkout, there's no... You know, you're responsible. Yeah. It's so. not the person working. But anyways, um, yeah, that counts. There's another note in here about my wife works at Costco, and they had to hire more loss prevention officers because of the increased theft. And I have noticed that... How do you steal from Costco? Well, I think people probably were doing it at the self-checkout. Oh, yeah. Because now if you go to... I have noticed this, actually. If you go through the self-checkout, there's like two or three people manning it now. Yeah. And they're going around and they're helping you with your bigger items and things like that. But um, I, I think that's probably just and, because people were stealing. And probably checking underneath the cart, making sure they're not leaving cases. You're very of, concerned about the cases underneath the cart. I, I did that once. <laughs> I had to go back and pay for it. I so. uh, Good. I realized. I See, Jimmy, you're an exception to every rule <laughs> yeah. because you are living in a like this bubble and a, and a complete fog. So, but I'm talking about you. Want to talk about how you've made a mistake and done that? You probably do it twice a week where you without wander around something without even knowing you've done it, right? Just because of. <laughs> <laughs> so you're that's, Jimmy and Brett, that's, that sounded like Where Woody Woodpecker. <laughs> that sounded like Woody Woodpecker. Um, well, and I worked at Costco for two days, and I did my training. Uh, they actually laughed about theft. They're like, "Yeah, we checked the receipts, but our theft is very low because who's walking out with a twelve pack of mayonnaise?" I. That's what I said yeah, to this but, guy. But Who was, steals from Costco? When I worked there, that was before self checkouts were a thing, so I could see that. For me, okay. First off, I'm not the guy that steals. I'm sorry, I, I never have. I've never been that guy that thought mm -hmm. that that I I could. 
get away with it. I'm the guy that gets caught. Like I'm the guy that's <laughs> that that steals a cucumber. I'll be and there phoning the police six, on you. Six police officers arrest me in the parking lot. And you get tasered. <laughs> yeah, I get tasered and crap my pants in front of everybody. That's my luck. Um, so I'm not going to do it anyway. But. You got to have some pretty serious cojones mm-hmm. to be stealing from Costco, right? Yeah. Because even if that that even if that checkout thing on the way out is just like you know what I mean, they they mm-hmm. always say that locks are put on doors for the honest person. So they're doing the same thing with Costco. Yeah. But still, still, I'm st- I'm gonna make this work, honey. I'm gonna make this work. <laughs> Put that underneath your jacket. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, well, well. Suck on this one, Calgary. <laughs> Apparently, Edmonton is a really good place to come and to visit. According to a 2023 Forbes magazine list, Edmonton is actually one of the best places in the world to visit. And get this, on this Forbes magazine list, Edmonton and Victoria were the only North American cities to make this list. Hello. And we don't even have a gondola yet. (laughs) Imagine if we had a gondola. We'd be the number one travel destination in the world. I get it, too, why people would love to come to Edmonton to vacation. Like, the Great Wall isn't actually that great. I feel like people must have been shorter when they built it, because I'm pretty sure there's a few spots where I could pole vault over the Great Wall. (laughs) The pyramids are falling apart. The Eiffel Tower's a rust bucket. Who needs the Taj Mahal when you have the West Edmonton Water Park? Am I right? Now, this might be controversial, but if you gave me a choice to stare at an old building for a couple of hours and just to look at a building or to go to a water park, I'm taking the water park every single time. By the way, the woman that wrote this article about Edmonton being one of the best places to visit in the world, she's from New York City. So if you have a trip planned to New York City, save your money on that plane ticket and instead stay here and spend your weekend singing karaoke with Jimmy's crew at Brado's. (laughs) Just make sure you leave your catalytic converter at home or it may get stolen. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page featuring shirts like Beer is Cheaper Than Therapy. We're in the rutting section and support local glory holes. Text us now for the link to shop. Tim's has taken a bit of heat in the last couple of years, but oh, yeah. I, I was thinking about this because we were in Vancouver and we were um, we just wanted a coffee and like a quick I don't know like a sandwich or something like something quick to eat. Mm-hmm. And we were in a food court, and we had a McDonald's. There was a Starbucks across the road, so that was accessible. And then there was also a Tim Hortons. And um, we went and stood in line for Tim's. Got some Tim's, eh? Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah, they've got some menu items that I'm quite enjoying now. Yeah, like uh, I will... Tim's is a go-to for me. It, mm-hmm. it, it is. And if I'm being honest, I'll take the Tim's coffee over a Starbucks coffee. I can't but, say the same, but... But you like the <laughs> McDonald's better, don't you? For a daily cup? 
Yeah. I'll take a McDonald's cup over a Tim's, but just marginally. They're pretty much the same in my books. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. Um, they are bringing back two nostalgic donuts for National Donut Day, which I guess is Mar- uh, May 31st. Do we know what the donuts um, are? I've seen them no, advertising this. They're not, they're not saying what the donuts are. Um, they're just kind of building up the hype that way. Um, so there's some speculation about, uh, you know, what could these nostalgic donuts be? One is the Dutchie. Um, that was one of only two donuts available when Tim Hortons first opened. So the explain the Dutchie to me again, because I used to get them. It's the square donut with raisins. Oh, I used yes, to get I those remember all those. the time in Winnipeg. Yes. I didn't know you couldn't get it anymore at Tim Hortons. No, you can't get the Dutchie. Uh, I had no idea. kind of looks like an apple fritter, but like flatter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I love the apple fritter. Um, Do you have, have you ever had the Dutchie? I don't know. If I have or not, I don't really... I really like that, Tony. I, I remember, yeah. I totally forgot about those. It was glazed. Yeah, it yeah. was glazed. The other one people want is the Walnut Crunch. Um, That's never been like a, a regular, though. Wasn't the Walnut Crunch like they would bring it in the fall when they were doing... Like, I think so, yeah. I don't Wal- remember. During Walnut season. The Dutchie was a... <laughs> <laughs> It was the like Dutch a chocolate. was a regular donut. Yeah. The Walnut Crunch, though, was... Yeah, that, that one, I remember them. that a one log, showing up every... Log-shaped, sugar-glazed, yeah. walnut-filled donut with a chocolatey texture. Yeah. Uh, there's the orange twist. It looks like a poo that got a little warm. <laughs> <laughs> there's an orange twist on there. Uh, sticky and zesty Canadian favorite. I don't remember the orange twist. Which I haven't had that one. They also uh, could be the maple cream donut. Okay. Um, you know, so... I'm kind of hoping because it disappeared. It didn't didn't last long, but it was one of my favorite. The blueberry fritter because it, it's like an oh, apple yeah. fritter, but it had blueberries. the blueberry jelly. <laughs> but it had the blueberry jelly inside, like it was. It had a like it, of yeah, yeah of the at a spook of the uh, uh, little spunk from the blue blueberry plant yeah. there. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on that. When's Donut Day again? May? May thirty first. They'll be rolling out the the new old donuts. So. I'll take a Dutchie. Yeah, pass the duchy. I'm all over the duchy if they bring it. <laughs> yeah, I do that. Yeah. We did get some uh, texts, actually, on the donut thing. So Stacy says the walnut crunch was a regular donut. Um, she said, my dad used to walk to Tim's every morning, get a coffee and a walnut crunch for breakfast. So the walnut crunch was a regular. I thought maybe it was just a... Now that I'm thinking about it, it might have been... Yeah. Maybe they brought it back at one point I was for thinking a of a time. different donut, but mm. as soon as you described the log... Yeah, like the the brown log. I was like, yes, that was a regular. Um, there was the somebody texted in the cherry stick donut. I don't remember that one. Um, that it, it had it had some cherry filling mixed in with the donut. It was like kind of like a mini loaf. Probably okay. it probably looked like the walnut crunch. It did actually. When I'm looking did, at it, okay. a picture of it. Okay, uh, it does it does look like that. That was Slim Chris that texted that one in. Uh, apparently, the walnut crunch was the highest calorie donut. <laughs> so they, they put a bullet in it's it. A good breakfast for Stacy's dad. <laughs> uh, blueberry fritter from Troy came in, uh, yeah. and Kane saying nuts do not belong on donuts. Oh come it's on! It's in the name, Kane. Donuts. Yeah. The, yeah. No, that's not a thing. That's a you can have a nut on a donut. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I don't. 
I don't want to make it sound like I respect what this woman's doing, but I, I, I read it and I was like, good for her. <laughs> Bonnie Gooch is 78 years old. And she has been arrested and charged for a third time after attempting to, again, rob a bank. Okay, so she was doing it when she was younger. She she got caught once when she was a kid. Yeah. In her 20s or early 30s. And then she did it a couple years ago when she was like 76. And then she just held up a bank the other day. She got caught. She was on probation. 78. Okay, just think about 78. Think about how fast she's moving. <laughs> and she, she tried to escape in a Buick. She had her handicap registration number on display. <laughs> is that, is that delusion alcohol. thinking that she can get away with it? I think that's just her trying to relive her glory days. Something, yeah. Yeah, it's it's Bonnie Gooch is saying, yeah. I want to leave something for my grandkids. And you know what? Let's live a little. Might be Grandma Gooch's time to get her driver's license taken away, though. <laughs> just throw that out there. I love that her name is Gooch. Her son, um, so in 2020 when she attempted one, her son is the one that turned her in. <laughs> she was getting away. The, the, I love it too because she just she is a grandma, right? Yeah. So she's got a bit of grandma in her. Mm-hmm. The note she slipped across to the teller to give her cash just said, sorry if I'm scaring you. <laughs> sorry, dear. It's just Grandma Gooch <laughs> trying to rob a bank. Give her her money. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. I don't want to get into a... I, I don't want to get into a gun conversation here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw something yesterday... I'm wondering if anybody would defend this. Okay. To me, this is just completely indefensible. Like, I understand what's happening down in the States in that I think the the majority of people, I think I think the majority of people, if there was like mm-hmm. a, everybody in the United States gets to vote on some gun, like just pick a gun control issue, right? Yeah. And it's it's out of the hands of the politicians. We're doing... What do you call that? What do you call that when you let everybody vote? Um, plebiscite or what? Uh, referendum? Refer- yeah, we're doing we're doing a referendum. I think you're right. I think it is referendum. Everybody in the U.S. has to vote, and you have to vote on this one issue. It doesn't even matter what it is, but it's 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 one of the things that they can't pass because of the lobbying and because of the NRA, right? Yeah. Okay? I I believe that there's been so much death. And so much angst around what's happening down there with guns that I think the majority of people would vote in favor of implementing that law. Mm-hmm. I don't even care what the law is. That's what I believe. But I think politics has gotten in the way. And, and Money. Think, and-, and yes. So I think, I think that's the bigger issue down there. Maybe I'm wrong. Somebody might disagree with me on that. But this one, I was... I heard this and I was like, you've got to be kidding. So if there's a gun involved in a crime in the States, I think it depends state by state, but yeah, in most States though, if there's a gun involved in a crime, they will take the gun. And and this is actually the case in Louisville. 
They will take the gun and they will put it in a holding room until the case is over. And then when the case is closed, they take that gun and they they auction it off. Yeah, the mayor of Louisville, because there was a shooting there uh, this week, um, said that he would... Kentucky law would make him a criminal if he destroys the assault-style rifle used by gunmen in Monday's killing of five employees at a bank. So what they yeah they have to do is the law says you have to send that rifle over and we're going to auction it off and somebody's going to buy it. So it's pretty like, crazy. I know I know it's TV, but I I watched like a lot of those cr- like uh, cop shows and stuff like that. I thought like guns that were used on like killing crimes like that that they destroyed them i thought they like no. melted them down no, they and stuff them like off. that like that's that How, makes no sense to me you can't defend that right like yeah. am i who would want to buy that either even if you're like you know you're into guns and shooting at the range and everything else you wouldn't want that rifle that was used to kill five people at a bank doing or five kids or, or kids or anything right yeah or anybody that doesn't seem like yeah something i want to be a part of Anyway, I from the I did not know that. I mean, it's a mess down there. Mhm. And I and I get it's complicated and I get there's different opinions about it and we don't jump into this pool very often, but that one to me was like how yeah. do you the marrow is like how do you defend that that is like I, you can't the marrow is like think of let a us, we got to destroy the guns that have been used to kill people like kids yeah kids are dying but is, there's school shootings a couple of times a year like mass school shootings down there like i know that there's people that collect like historically uh you know yeah, there's famous stuff guns, like that like, but, like you know uh, like a famous uh, Hitler's handgun. I no, don't no, like, but well, yeah, who knows? Like, like his like nine mil or some stupid thing. Washington's gun. S- somebody or, would probably buy that. Like yes. I understand. I can wrap my head around some but a mass killing or somebody wanting a gun like that. I can wrap my head around it. I'm just saying, how do you defend? Well, you know what? We got to make sure we get these back into circulation. Yeah. It's like, it doesn't romant- make any sense to me. <laughs> it's almost <laughs> romanticizing the crime in a way. It's like, you know, it. This is a famous gun that was used. That to- law has to be changed. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a bad one. That's that's not good. I I, I yeah. That's gross. You're in the locker room on ninety five seven Cruise FM. Why are we doing this? What is this? You got an Amazon package here? Jimmy gets there his. There should be two. And Jimmy gets his. There was only one. There's only one. There was only one box. That's it. I there got should one be box. a box and an envelope because there I was saw no there was a picture of it. There was no envelope. There was just one box. Is that a frisky so before you leave? So somebody stole the envelope. Okay, that you you can deal with that. I just, I, Jimmy is stuck at 13. I'll tell you a quick story. So he looked after my, uh, my dog. He was, he was dog sitting this weekend. And, um, before he, before we left, my wife just, we didn't go shopping specifically, no. for, but we had food in the, in the house and we have, we have a bunch of food. Like if we have leftovers, mm-hmm. we put it in the freezer and we, we had more than enough food for Jimmy to ha- to feed himself on the weekend. There was some vegetables in the crisper. There was some fruit in the, fr- in the thing. My wife is like, make sure you eat that, mm-hmm. you know, and then you, if you want and if you need lunch or dinner, right. And he ordered 
pizza pops and ate pizza pops all weekend. No, I he just had stuck no, at thirteen. I had I had pizza pops the, uh, for lunch. I had I like I, that. I had a salad. I had. I like that you're surprised that Jimmy didn't eat any of your vegetables or fruit. How long have you known him? <laughs> but I thought maybe he would. <laughs> I eat a lot of it. I eat a lot of vegetables, but it's free in the house. <laughs> no, he, no, he but ordered pizza pops. He's trying to convince me that he had a salad, I not a salad. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. So both items are in here. Okay. All right. What are? What they? is it? What is it? Why do I have to go through my Amazon purchases well, with you guys? Because you're 13 years death. old. You're third. You live. You're stuck at 13. I'm interested. Who gets what? <laughs> Chromecast because I liked how yours worked. Ah, okay. I liked it. I like being able. And by the way, with the remote, you don't have to yell. You can talk to it. It worked for talking. I I choose to yell. Okay, so you bought a Chromecast and an external hard drive. Oh, okay. All right. That's fun. We should make a bit out of this. Whatever Jimmy orders, yeah, we Jimmy's open it up. Amazon Just, I'm gonna, from now on, I'm going to tell the... Front, gets, this isn't that strange, actually. No, this is one of the more like, normal purchases. It's not a... Last time we did this, it was a singlet or well, a, a onesie a, a for a wrestling onesie. And then another time he signed up for a, a combat item of the month or whatever. Uh, from now on, I'm going to tell the front desk to hide my Amazon sure purchases and not put it on your desk. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So do we know how Pete Davidson met his latest... Yeah, she's in... Can't really call her a victim, can we? <laughs> or at this point, can we start... <laughs> she's in the new movie with him. Oh. Uh, oh so oh. they did a movie together. That's how they, they know each other. How do you say her name? It's Chase... Chase Sue Wonders, I believe. It's not Sui? Sui? Because uh, it's S-U-I. Yeah, I don't know. Sui! <laughs> Chase Sui Wonders. <laughs> Anyway, uh, here's here's my bodies, bodies, bodies together, which I've heard is actually pretty decent. Mm-hmm. So here's my question for you, because when I saw this, I was like, "That's a pretty big step for a guy that's playing the field as much as Pete Davidson does to go meet her family." So apparently, he went and met the whole the whole fam jam. Is that? I don't think that's a big step for him. No? Because I think he's the guy that... I don't think he thinks of these things as just quickies. Like, he gets their names tattooed on him. Like, I think he's the guy that falls in love and then falls out of love immediately. You know what I mean? Because, like, there's no other way to... He he keeps getting their names tattooed on him, and then he has to go get it removed. Yeah. So he's uh, not on 90 Day Fiance, though, right? That no, was, that was an April, that was an April Fool's Day, Day joke. There are people saying that he needs to break up with this girl and, and date Taylor Swift now, though. That's the because latest thing. That's news. single. Um, yeah. Although she, Nick Cannon said he wants to have babies with Taylor Swift, so. Well, at least, Get in line. at least, at least Taylor has her options open. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Davidson and Nick Cannon, you might as well quit now, Taylor. <laughs> All right, we got bag milk with us. Lots to talk about. Let's recap quickly that game last night. I was I was surprised 
that it was so low scoring based on the two teams. Um, but yeah, me too. But we got the win. We got an OT win, which is nice too because we haven't beat Colorado this year, right? That was the first win out of yep. the three matchups for Edmonton. Actually, their last. They haven't had a good record. If you go back into the playoffs, obviously they got swept, but they were one four and four in their last nine games against Colorado. So, like you said, it's just nice to pick one up and know you can beat them heading into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Because if all goes well, if all goes to plan, we'll be lining up against Colorado again in you know yeah. four, five, six weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the other thing that I, I I think we should get into, and again, I'm always a little bit leery about doing the sports donkey stuff, uh, but. We should we should jump into this pool. Play? Who are they going to play? Because you've got it broken down. I wish I would have talked well, to you before I did the sports this morning because <laughs> um, you got three possible scenarios. Yes, but I'm straight up stealing this from NHL Sid, who writes for us. He's way smarter than I am. Yeah. So basically with the win last night... Edmonton and Colorado, if they both win their final game, can get a max of 109 points. Yeah. Edmonton would have the call, uh, the tiebreaker in that situation is regulation wins, meaning they would get, they would finish first ahead of Colorado. That if they beat San Jose, but to win the Pacific, they also need Seattle to beat Vegas in their last game. Seattle got dummied by Vegas last night. So. And if and Edmonton needs to beat San Jose, we're we're just assuming that's happening. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to assume that's happening because San Jose is terrible. Yeah, yeah. But if Edmonton is tied with Vegas, uh, Edmonton has the tiebreaker. They would then play. Well, so if Edmonton finishes first in the conference, they're going to play Winnipeg, which is a nightmare to me because I don't want to go to Winnipeg. No one wants to go to Winnipeg. Yeah, bus or train. If the Oilers win on Thursday, but Vegas also wins on Thursday, then, then it's they're the playing Kings. Los Angeles. Yeah, it's yes. the, Kings. the 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 most likely scenario based on on how everything will fall is that we're playing Los Angeles. How do you feel about that? Do, would you rather play Seattle or or the Jets? I would rather play Seattle for sure because I just don't think they're very good. But yeah. the reality is the like that that's just probably not going to happen. They have to beat uh, to get Seattle. They have to beat Vegas. L.A. has to lose their last game, and Edmonton also has to lose their last game. So there's like a lot yeah. of things that go into that one. So it doesn't <laughs> seem likely they would be my preference. They're just not very good. Yeah. But at the same point, I also I don't fear L.A. The others just beat them okay. twice in a really tight up defensive game. They bullied them all over the ice. They're the bigger team. They're the more skilled team. I don't fear LA at all. And quite frankly, their goaltending is coming back down to earth over the last little yeah. bit. They're kind of falling apart down the stretch, to be honest. Well so, coached, I, though. I, I, That's the thing, right? Like, they, they play well coached. it. Yeah. Tom McClellan always gets haircuts every 15 minutes. He always looks sharp. <laughs> Suit game looks good. But again, I don't... I just. I don't think the Oilers should be worried about anybody, and I don't care who it is that they face, but it's most likely going to be L.A., which works out really nice for me if we do end up going down to cover the first round. I, like I, I think there's some scars of the past. Like yeah, People are afraid. We went to seven last year, right? And then we're afraid of Winnipeg because we got swept a couple years in the yeah. bubble hockey thing. So 
There's, there's speaking some scars. Of, speaking of scars, though, we got uh, Leafs fans have to be scarred going into this. For, <laughs> I made my bet this morning. I put a hundred bucks on Tampa Bay to win in Game Seven in the first round. <laughs> it only pays six fifty. Well, the payout wasn't that big. Yeah, I thought it'd be a like I thought it'd be a grand or two at least. But yeah, I'd well, and the thing with Toronto fans is. They're a good team. Like, there's no denying that Toronto's a good team. But yeah. when they look across the ice at the Tampa Bay Lightning, the team that keeps knocking them out, Vasilevsky is still in net. Yeah. He's far superior to what anything that Toronto has. Matt Murray's hurt. Who knows even who's going to play in net for them? So, yeah, I, I don't hate that bet, lock. I don't hate it. Yeah. And it would be hilarious. <laughs> um, yesterday during the podcast that I do in the afternoon, because um, I'm on there with, with, uh, with a Leafs fan, and uh, he was trying to convince me that um, that the Leafs have a have a top six that rivals you know any team in the NHL, and I'm like, ah, not even in the top five. And then I just changed the subject and moved on. And you could see you could see the pain in his eyes. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, playoffs start Monday, right? And uh, you got yeah. all the new Oiler Nation gear for sale to get oh, ready yeah. for the playoffs. Awesome. Yeah, nationgear.ca, we released released our oil up line for the 2023 playoffs. We've also got the phenomenal tees for Leon Dreisaitl. We've got the the year of Nuge tees. Those are flying out, so we've got a lot of options for some fresh gear for the playoffs. Yeah, I like those oil up t-shirts. Might have to grab one. Everyone loves them. I grabbed the mine yesterday. Oh, <laughs> Nude, the, and like Locke, when I say these are flying, like it, it's they are flying. Yeah, we dropped the shirt as soon as he hit a hundred points, and we sold a hundred of them like overnight. It's beautiful. Like they just they are moving. So beautiful. people love Nuge. You have to start selling some Regina gear for us. Yeah, ours doesn't sell so well. <laughs> we, we have experience Regina. I love Regina. Nothing moved. <laughs> Not even our uh, baby be... onesies. Yeah, the baby onesies. The who who doesn't want to put their kids in Regina gear? All right, uh, listen back, Mel. Thank you for your time. Make sure you let us know as soon as you get a heads up on your. Your playoff parties, too. Where are you guys going to be? Oilers Nation? 100%. We should have that locked in, hopefully, by the end of the week. Cool. All right. Um, last game tomorrow night, San Jose. I guess it's fan not appreciation a, night. It's fan appreciation night. Yeah. It, it's it's the almost. Can go, the Oilers can go for a franchise record ninth straight win. Awesome. That surprised me that it's, it's not higher. Mm hmm. But I yeah, guess with all those teams in the eighties, that is very surprising. Actually, very surprising yeah. that it because nine is a lot, but it doesn't seem significant based on what we've achieved in the past. Anyway, uh, it's going to be a good year. We're looking forward to the playoffs, and uh, I like the fact that Edmonton still has to put on a performance tomorrow night. There's still something at stake for the last yep. game. It's not a throwaway, so that, it'll be fun to watch that last game, even though it's San Jose and they suck this year. Yeah, they're terrible, but this is also the last tune-up for your liver, so make sure that you're getting some waters in, a nice base layer, because we've got plenty of punishment for our bodies coming down the pipe. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Congrats, you just lost five IQ points. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.